This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Traditionally, the um, the uh, ptira and the yard sites of Rosh Hashivas were marked with a shear and a shmuz. Um, so it was in the mirror and tells and other yeshivas. The um, this we're fortunate to have with us today also Rabbi Einemis Memalamakum and Talmud Muvak Rabbi Rosenbaum, who will say later. Um, Divri Musser and Divri Zikarin, and we're going to say a share on a topic that Mitzah the Teichen, I think it has a Shaykhus with the Nifta, and also I try to find a topic that'll be a little easier for someone not in Dinyanim to Shteltsu. So, Yerotzen should be Lila Nishmas, Mayreinu, Rav Gedalia Ben Zeva Koyen, Zechatarik Nebracha. Let's start with the first thing, a little bit the Gemara inside. Um, I think it's, a, it's the second comment. The Gemara, the Gemara starts in its Zimbabwe, we're learning, the Avchesom at Beis. It says, Toner Abonan, Kupesh al Tzdoka Nikvis Bishnayim, Umishalekis Bishlaisha. A Kupa of Tzdoka, you needed two people to collect it and three people to give it out. Nikvis Bishnayim, why do you collect it with two people? Why do you have two people going out collecting? Sheenois and Shores al Atsibo Pochis Mishnayim. Anything, any type of um, surah means position of authority requires two, and they're a position of authority, and the Gemara will explain what the authority is. Since you have to make decisions who gets more money, who deserves more money, you need three people to pass like moments. Tamku is another type of, of tzedakah. They have to have three people collecting because since it was food that they collected, they gave it out immediately, and therefore it was, they needed to have the three on hand. Denning Mar goes through some other differences. Tamchu you collect every day, Kupi you collect once a week. Tamchu you give for everybody, you give for Ani Olam, it's dispersed to anyone who comes. Kupas Lani'ir, Kupa is meant for the people in the city. Then the Braisa explains the different. Um, they can change it. If people donated it for one of the two, for Tamcha Kupri, they're allowed to change it from one to the other. People in the community, a community is allowed to put standards and fix prices and to, um, to fix fines for disobeying it. Fine. So we're, what interests us is the first part of the Braisa, about the giving the tzedakah and the fact that it's considered a position of authority. So the Gemara says, You need two people. How do you know that? The Gemara brings a passage. Skip down two or three lines. Um, what is exactly the authority? I mean, what's, what's, what's the authority? You walk around with a pushkin, yes, for tzedakah. 
Because you can actually take from a person a mashkon until he gives it stocker. Erev Shabbos, a person has an excuse, he's busy. He'll give Sunday, he'll give Monday, he's busy taking care of things. So no, he, you can mashkon out stockers. It says you're not allowed to press somebody, for, even for Dvar Mitzvah, even for Tzedakah. It says HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, will take revenge from all those who oppress people, even if it's for Tzedakah. So more answers like, It depends if the person can afford to give it, and he's just not willing to give it, or the person can't afford to give it. Um, forced Rav Nassim Ami to give money, which is a tremendously big amount, let's talk it. Fine. That's the entire piece of Gemara. That interests us. So the Gemara says there's an aspect of collecting stocker which is done big, it, it forcefully. The Gemara focuses on the fact that you can be mamashkin for stocker. If a person not willing to give stocker, you can appropriate property and hold it until the person gives it. And, and that's why you need two people. The acronym asks, it, it, they ask the cash in two different ways, almost opposite ways, but, but it's the same idea. Normally you need, when you're forcing somebody to do something, kfir is either bezdin, which means you would need three people to do that, or once bezdin decided, in all, in all areas, you would then have one person, a shleich bezin, do it. Um, the, we, we don't find two. We find shleich bezin is, is one. So either one or three. Where does two come in exactly? That's, that's a kasha that the Chronim asks over here. Where did we come up with the number two? And we're going to see, um, actually the Rambam doesn't seem to say that. We'll, we'll see the Rambam in a second. Taisus over here asks a kasha. Taisus asks a that why do they have, why do you have the ability to force somebody to give tzedakah? So Taisus's um, understanding is that it's based on a halacha that you can force anyone to do a mitzvah's essay. Bezdin has the ability, and again it's a Bezdin halacha, Pashtis, that they can force people to be Mekayim mitzvah's essay using whatever force is necessary to get the person to do it on which Taisus has a problem that our stucker doesn't fit that criteria because you need to have something that there's no matin schar mitzidon. The pasa can't, can't include the schar, and therefore Taisus has a kasha, so how could you force on stucker? Taisus has two or three terutsim here. He has a, a, a little slight variation someplace else, whether or not Besden has the ability to, but they're not obligated to, whether there's a love there also makes a difference, but be it as it may, Teisvis says that the, the um, halacha of forcing somebody to give tzedakah, which the Gemara says you can, is based on the fact that giving tzedakah is a mitzvah's essay, and being that it's a mitzvah's essay, it falls under the general category of forcing people to become a mitzvah's essay. That's how Teisvis understood the sugi, obviously. The Rambam, let's take a look at... Um, the last piece, the very, very last one we have here.
It says the end of Hilchas Nachlis, the end of Yerusha, Perik Yud Aleph, Halacha Yud Aleph. The Rambam says, Umishen ishtate oishen ischaresh. Somebody who lost his mind, bezdin poiskim alav tztokim ayiroyim. So a person is has a lot of money, person is very wealthy, or wealthy, or whatever it is, he has, he has means. He's unfortunately no longer able to make decisions. So Bezdin actually goes and uh, decides, and Bezdin uh, gives Staka on his behalf. There, or in, a, in a sense, that's forcing the person. The person has no, say, no das, and he's taking it by karcha. So the Ketzeis asks a question here, and, and it's the case of Mishnah, really, when explaining the Rambam. The, the Rambam is based on a Gemara, but the Gemara is very not clear that the, the Pshat should be like the Rambam. I, I'm, the Gemara is complicated, I'm not going to go into it, but the Rambam is quoting a Gemara, but he's learning it in a way that not only the Rambam learns. And the Kesem Mishnah already has the problem. On what basis um, are you forcing the person to give it? He's putter from mitzvahs. Just like a, a person who is a chassadeah, a person who lost his mind, and halachically does not have the, 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 does not fall under the category of bardas, would we force him to put on film? Would we force him to eat matzah? No, he has no chiyuv. So why would we force him to give tzedakah? If forcing somebody to give tzedakah requires, is built on the fact that you force people to do mitzvahs, and stuck is one of his mitzvahs, it couldn't be possible that somebody who's not a bar would be forced to give stuck. So the Kesed Mishnah hints at it, and the Ketzayi develops it, and talks about it, Barichas. They come up with a different approach as to what the kfir is in our sugya, what it's built on, and the Melo, how the Ramam learned it. They say like this, that it, when the Torah set up Tzedakah, the Torah set it up in a very different way. It's not like a mitzvah, like Lulav and Esrik, the mitzvah is to go and to take a Lulav and Esrik and to shake it. The mitzvah of Tzedakah is just like if you damage somebody, you owe the person for the damage you've done. Just like if you borrowed money, you owe the money. If you bought something, you owe what you agree to. It's a chov. The Torah set up Hilchis Stoker as a chov. You owe X percent to Aniyim. And therefore, it, there is what's called a Shibut Nechasim. It, it's, it's an automatically, it's as if within your, within your assets, there's 10% that really belongs to the Aniyim. And on that basis, Bezin goes and collects. So it has nothing to do with the mitzvah. And even if the person is not a bardas and he can't be mekayim mitzvahs, you're collecting on behalf of the other person. Just like imagine a person had incurred, a person had bought something when he was a bar chiyuva. And then, and, and so a person bought a car and 10,000, and, and, he, and he, he made a kinyan and the psika sum was $10,000. And then the person becomes a, 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 a bardas. If there was a Shiba Nechassim, Bezin goes in and collects the chov that's there. That's what Bezin does. So the same thing is here. That's how the Ketzai Mishnah really says it, and the Ketzai develops it, and he goes back and forth on it, and so on. It's not at all Pashat, for two reasons. 
first of all, there's a technical reason. There's something called Momenshe Logovim. It's not, it's, it's, it's Stoker is a nebulous chov. There's no real Balchov. So in all cases, it's not clear it could be Gvir. And secondly, Rabbi Sakasha, even if you say the Torah set it up as a chov, that would make sense if the person had these assets when he was Bardas. There's a mitzvah on him, and the Torah translates the mitzvah as a chov. But to say that it's a blind chov for someone who's b'chlan or bar chayuva, that can't be. In other words, if the person was a cut and he has assets, and it's Rama before, it's not chal. It's, it's not a shibud that's chal automatically. It's chal mikoch, the mitzvah. The Torah says people were chayv and stucker, it's set up with a shibud. And therefore, they both, and therefore, he asks on the ktsayis and he feels, you can't do like that in the Rambam. So we have a Rambam that seems to be learning not like Tosfus, and we need to understand where this Indian of kfir and comes in, what's the pshat nisra and so on. So let's take up the Rambam. We're going to have one more problem in the Rambam by us, and then we'll try to get a sense for it. Take a look on should number page. It's the second page on the second side. It's uh, 268. This is the Rama Matas Anim Perik Zion. It says, Misha'ena Roitzalitin Stoka, Oshayitin Ma'at Masharoilai. If a person doesn't want to give Stoka, or he gives less than what he should be giving, I'll be din. Bezdin Kofin also. Bezdin is Kofin. Makin also Makas Mardis. Achitim Hashem Dolite. And you, and, and you can give Makas Mardis until the person gives what, he's, what, what we think he ought to give. You can be Yordlan Nechasav and Mashan Al Tzedakah Felavish Now, the Rambam is coming off our Gemara. It's pretty clear. But one second. Our Gemara says you need two people for the Kfir. And that's why it's called Tzrara. What does the Rambam say over here? How many people are Kofa? What does it say over here? Bezn. Bezn is Kofa. So we're talking about three people with a Tzrara of a Bezn. So where do we get two people? And the Rambam himself also says on the next page, he says the same Gemara of two people are Tzrara. He says um, you, you have two people for collecting it. Hakupa ein enikbis el bishnayim. Shein oisus so the Rambam himself brings out Gemara. He says the idea of, 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 of Srara of two. And yet when the Rambam talks about the critical piece of what is the Srara, the Rambam talks about a Bezden being Kofa. Bezden Kofa, Samakas, Maris. Very, very typical. I mean, it, it's, it's a Bezden. So, so how does the Rambam understand our Gemara? When the Gemara says, why do you need two? And the Rambam quotes it, you need two for Srara. And, and he says, I'll mashkinim. So what is it? And if it's a Schlech Besen, I don't know. I mean, they seem to understand Schlech Besen could be one. It's not, we haven't found other areas. So I'd like to try to learn up the Ram and understand it a little bit differently. Let's take, let's, um, I, I want to make the following point, And we'll try to see it in the context of the Ram himself, how we, how we adjust it. But the, let, let's start with, there's a halacha that the, the, there's a halacha in in, in Yonit Stoker that it's in the Omad before it's it's a, it's a Gemara it's it's a Gemara service. It says that 
the chiyuv of tzedakah, how much do you have to give? So one amount, the first amount that's listed is day machsoro. As much as the ani might be missing. And the Gemara says, well, what's the limit? The Gemara says, there's no limit. It's, it says even a susler kavalov. Even if the person has a horse and somebody running in front of him and so on and so forth, it doesn't make a difference. So the Ramah and the Beis really say in Hilchas Saka and Simreshnun that the halacha of Deimach Soro, of giving somebody Deimach Soro, is only applicable for the Tzibur. In other words, the, 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 any single person has no chiyuv to give the other day machsoro. He might say it in terms of, it also says if somebody's a Asher Muflog, but generally speaking, there is no chiyuv on the yachas. What I want to, what I want to get from this is not the, the tour on the yachid, but there are more saying that there's a chiyuv on a tzibur of, of tzedakah as well. In other words, a tzibur has to make sure people have. Two, it says in Gemara and Sanhedrin, and the Goyen brings it as a mocker for, for Ramon Sina second. The Gemara says a Talmud Chacham is not all live in a city that doesn't have a bezin, doesn't have a gabay tzedakah, doesn't have a um, what, what, what's the What's the pshat? The teretz is, because the marshal, the halacha of dinin, the halacha that shayte v'shaytrim, is a halacha on a tzibur. It's a tzibur the type of halacha. No yochid can make every yochid. Every yochid does his share, but the tzibur is it's 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 a, it's mutal on the tzibur. So a talmud chacham to belong to a tzibur that's not be mekayim its its duties. Is, is a pagami that's a place that you shouldn't live because mitzad the tzibur it's not good or tamcham shouldn't associate with it whatever, but the mitzias of the where where the tzibur is not fulfilling or capable of fulfilling its obligation is a chisara, a gabay tzedakah is listed as one of those. So just like but the mishpat but the dinim, there's the sheiftim and sheitrim is a halacha on the tzibur. And, and so, too, there's an element of tzedakah that's mutal on the tzibur as a tzibur de ka'alacha. A third place, and let's look at the Rambam himself. Let's, let's see the Rambam. The Rambam is, the way he sets up his halachas is, is, is a halacha itself. Let's take a look at the first Ahmed the Rambam. Mitzvah's essay, litain tzedakah aniyem kifim asheroi le'oni. There's a mitzvah essay to give to Aniyim. Emoisi ara noisim asseges. Shinema pasert etarsiotcha, b'nem evsak v'gayir toishem and so on. There's a mitzvah to give to a person, to an Ani, whatever if if he whatever the person needs, if he can fulfill it. V'chol aroy Ani, and he goes through all the halachis on Amit Beis over here. He says, Mishen aroy to litn tzedaka, a person, an individual who doesn't want to give tzedaka, or he gives a shitin me'at masharoyloy. Same round we saw before. Perik Zion deals with the mitzvah's essay of Nasan Titein, that's mutal on every single person in Kla Yisrael. Every person has a chiyuv, he has to give it. And, and uh, it's like any other essay. What it does with Taiskash, I don't know. But Al Kaponim, that's that halacha. Perik Chesi deals with Pratim of who gets first and so on. Now Perik Tes, next Rambam. A new halacha. 
Kol Ir Sheyesh Bo Yisrael, a city that has Yisrael there, Chayovin Lahamoid Mem Gaboyit Stoker, and Shoshim Yedurim Demonim Shumachzirin Omer Shabbos Avshaz Nach Vechad. Perik Tess deals with this specific halacha. There's a din on the tzibur that the tzibur needs to daiga for its aniyim. It's migidre hilchas tzdaka that a tzibur has that chiyuv. And b'meila, they're mechuyiv to, to, to set up um, a system for collecting tzdaka. Um, the, the goyen says, he says, but it's, it's, it's the Hamam's Demokha for the Shoharach. He says he takes it from the Gemara Sanhedrin. It says you're not allowed to live in a city that, that, that doesn't have Gaboy Tzedakah. Balkarchuk, there's a din on the city to have. And the Rambam says, um, take a look at Allah Gimel. He says, I never heard a, a Kehil in Kalei Yisrael doesn't have Tzedakah. Tamchui, however, is something that's totally makrim. It's, it's, it's unwieldy. To, to, the food, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. So he says um, the, the minig is is Kupa is, Tzedakah is, is today. In other words, in the details of how Kupa Tzedakah will work and how a Tamchui will work, that's up to each place. But, but that there's a chiv on the tzibur and, and that the tzibur has such a din, that's unshakable. So, uh, so now let's so now let's look at it a second. We have two gidrate stucker. We have a mitzvah s on each individual. If, even if the person is living in Yehupitz without a kehillah, he has a chiyuv to give what he can to whoever needs. And then there's a chiyuv on a tzibur and a kehillah to create stucker. I want to understand that the Rambam saw this in the big sugi also. Um, it, 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 the, our Gemara in Baba Basra is not dealing with Hilchas Tzedakah, really. This starts with a Mishnah. And the Mishnah starts um, let's, on the first page. The, 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 there's a progression in the Mishnah of Hilchas Shechenim. Meaning, when people share common areas, it creates common obligations. It starts with two people sharing a Chatzah. It goes on to a few people sharing a chatzah and, 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 and building stuff that's royal. And then he says, then it says, You force people, people can be forced to give communal needs, a, 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 a wall, a, a guard, etc. Then it says, at what point are you considered as living in the city? Somebody's there for a few months, not considered living in the city. It's a year. And that's the Mishnah. On that, there's a Gemara. I didn't photocopy it. The Gemara asks, and if you're there, for, if it's for Tamchui, 30 days. For Kupa, a year, three months. There's a Shakvataria. And on Omid Beis, the Gemara it speaks in more detail about this Chiyuv. So in context of our Sugya, our Sugya is not dealing with Hilchis Tzedakah as the personal chiyuv and as a fulfillment of the mitzvah's essay, the personal mitzvah's essay, but rather it's speaking about the, the chiyuv of Tzibur. It is Medine Tzibur, Medine Kohol. And Bemela, um, each yochid has chiyuvim because he's part of that Tzibur. I think that that's where the music of Srara comes in over here. Because on giving tzedakah, that's a halacha. 
In other words, it is objective halachas that apply all over. So the person either gives a, 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 a shlish of a shekel, or he gives a, 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 a meiser, or cholmesh, be it as it may, and that, and, and that requires a bezin to do the kfir, because it's megidre kaifen ala mitzvahs. But when you send around a gabai, the gabai determines the chiyuv. It's kefir aniyam. The tzibur has certain needs. And, 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 and Chavetz Chaim, really, when he, when he speaks in, in, in Avaz Chazim, he speaks about, um, when he speaks about the chiyuv etztaka, he says, ma'is and chaymish are not etched in stone. Lamashlat is a pidyan shivim deke inyan, then there's no limit. Who's the person that's high opinion shvut? So if a person can do it all, just like they machsor, if a person can do it all, but once the tzibur is chayev, you need to make a determination, an assessment, how much each person is chayev. You know, I need to be kaveh, you chayev this amount, this amount, that amount, and so on. It's, it's, it's not the pshat, let's understand it. Stoka, the chayev starts with my personal chayev tashem, to be kayev nasen titun. And Bezin enforces that. that that's what the role of Bezin. Bezin is enforcing my chiyuvim vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch The chiyuvik of the tzibur is when the bala sroras mechayev you. Paske, the word paske, poiskin let's talk means you, you paske how much a person needs. You, 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 you assess a person and you say, you, we have this big in your opinion, it's a million dollars. So you're going to pay X amount, you're going to pay X amount, you're going to pay X amount. That's the, that's the chalik of the surara that shayach only to the tzibur. And for that you need two because you don't have surara pachas. It's not shayach by a yochid, it has no shayach, the yochid has fixed chiyuvim. There's no evaluation, I mean, business, I made, I say, how much would the person, what's his chaymish, what's his meiser, and so on. But mashayinkin, so, so the Rambam is, is over here, is, so the Rambam is learning this sugi that. When it says in the Gemara, the Gemara says, "My Sherusa, Dar Nachar Vavul Efish Mimashin Al Tzdok Velav Shabbos is all shver." That's talking about the Loch Mimashin. So I was thinking, if they couldn't enforce it, then it would only be um, in, within the realm of Eitzatayva. Uh, in other words, the fact that stuck, that when they paskin, that this person is high of X amount or Y amount. Then the, the, that that's the amount it, it, that that becomes the chiyuv that you're going to enforce it. That shows me that it's taka srara. But the etzemaisa, the paula of the srara, what is he doing that expresses authority? Is not the actual taking of the money. It's the fact that the, once he assesses, then the person calls mechuyev. So let's go to, to the, let's look at the rambams again. Let's see how the ram would learn that. So the, 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 when the Ramam speaks about, uh, take a look at his Lashen. Let's go to Hilchas Nachos Perek Yud Aleph. The last Ramam. Ha-Petshopin Oisin Liktanen. So there are two, two Alachas here. Um, so for, first of all, I, before we say the Ramam, I just want to, it also helps us, the way I explained it, Lamashal. It says over here, Kiha, the Rava Akfiller of Nasma Amir Shakme Abam Azulit Stokin. It's hard for me to believe that Reb Nasan Bar Ami was negligent in performing his own personal mitzvah. I mean, if we, if we were not to learn it with the way we're approaching it, 
It means that Nasa Ba'ami, who's the Gemara calls him Nasa Ba'ami, he, um, he is an Amira, he, he, um, He's, he, he, he was missing out 400 zuz. In other words, he shortchanged mice money 400 zuz. I, I mean, it, it, so, so, I mean that, how could that be? The way we're explaining it, it's, we're talking about um, there was a special mice at Stocker. They needed to assess each person how much would he, would he, would, would, does he have to give? It wasn't, the fear wasn't somebody came and said, you know, Reb Nasser Ba'ami is a millionaire and he doesn't give a nickel to stalker. And they sent down Rava to make sure he does his mitzvahs. That, that's not. The pshat is, an Indian of stalker came up above and beyond the Maisa, but it's something that's mechaif to give on the tzibur, like De Machsoro, like Pidyan Shvuyim. So they needed to send around, so Rava said, I, I, I mean, I evaluate at 400. That's, the, the, the Akfei doesn't have to be they took a stick and beat him to get it. He imposed on him. In other words, that's the imposition, because before he came along, there was no Chiv. When he came along, there's a Chiv. Let's take a look at the Ramam again. In, in the last Ramam, Hilchas Natsbe, Giral of Lachayut. Ha-Petrapin, Oisin Lektanim, Sukalulov. The whole parak of it deals with when somebody passes away and leaves young Yisomim, what, what can you, you meman and apetropis, and what type of things can you take from the person, and so on. So it says, apetropis in oisin lektanim, sukkah, velulah, v'tzitzah, v'shayif, sefetorah, and so on and so forth. You, you, you use the money to help them be mekayim mitzvahs. Kulolah shal dava, kol mitzvahs esay sheish la kitzvah, beishim de v'tormin she de v'sayfim oisin lahem. You, you do want to be mechanech them with uh, the mitzvah of, of, of all the mitzvahs, and therefore it is proper to use money that they have a Yerusha to, to buy Tashmish mitzvah. So I think what he's saying is. By ketanim, we don't impose from the outside. Just betray us ear, because we just like paying taxes to the city. I would think that you could actually impose it on them, because paying taxes is something which he owes. Not it's not mikoyach mitzvahs only. It's mikoyach dechiyuv. So he says, but you're not placing on the stocker, even Pidyan Shavuim. You, you know, it's even if a Davashal stocker comes up, because it's in Lam Kitzvah, you don't even do imposing on them, which would be Mechai of them. Then he says, but Mish and Ishtatosh and Ishcharesh, best in poison of stocker, my Roy. But somebody who became a Shaita, best in can't be poison stocker. It's not the Pshat. It's not because he's chayvimitzis. He's not chayvimitzis. It's not like the Ktsoy says because stock is given in a way that's already a chiyuv. Because again, like Rabbi Chanan is, that chiyuv that's there already is is not is is not. Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense that it should go without a mitzvah. So therefore, the the um, what we're talking about is the city has a right. Just like has the right to impose a tax for water, for, for building bridges, whatever it is, it has the right to impose taxes for tzedakah. But mainly, also, they have the right to impose that. Um, the, uh, let's recap it, and then we'll, we'll see one more point. So let, let's go back to the points we touched on. 
the, Gemara, the, the, the point of our sugi here is that you can force a person to give tzedakah, and that's why when you have a kupish al tzedakah, you have two people that, that go around and they, and, they do the, um, and, and they collect the money. In that, in that halacha of how you can force somebody to do it, we have two general mahalchim. We have Taisvis and many Rishonim in different variations of they explain how, say that it goes within the framework of forcing a person to be Mekayim a Mitzvah. <coughs> the forcing a person to be a Mitzvah is a halacha that's through all Mitzvah's essays. And here also, since stock is a Mitzvah's essay, we can impose it on him and Mekayim him. There are problems with that. And Taisvis asks, it doesn't fit together of, of uh, Mitzvah's essay that Matzchar Betzidon, and they have Matzchar Betzidon, and there are a lot of technical answers to take care of there. But Taisis is Mahalach, many Rishonim is, it goes with a Gerebin Kaifan Allah Mitzvah's. The, um, the, the, uh, the, the and the Ketzois sees it in the Kesef Mishnah, who sees it in the Rambam, but they would like to understand that the Rambam is learning that the whole Mitzvah Tzedakah is a very different type of Mitzvah. It's the Torah tells you what you owe the Aniyim. The Torah placed the debt to the Aniyim, and just like you can collect the debt, um, it, it has nothing to do with the mitzvah part of it, whether the person is a barchiv or not a barchiv, you collect that also. The problem with that is, Rabbi Khan asks, it's not mistava that it's something which, without the mitzvah at all, it's a debt. It starts with a mitzvah, and then you could say it's a debt that's been, that's been placed on you. But it's very hard to say it that it's just a stam debt. Besides which, it doesn't fit in many different ways. It doesn't fit that category of Shiba Nechassim. It's 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 not it's it's very hard to understand it that way. And that, so that pshat has its problems. We try to offer a different pshat that possibly the pshat's like this. In the mitzvah of Tzedak itself, there are two in Yanim. One is a regular mitzvah essay, and it, there might be then kfi on that mitzvah essay. And like the Rambam says, also, that's fine. There's a second halacha. And that halacha is um, for, and that halacha is, there is a communal obligation to be mefinest anim and so on. The reason for it, it, it makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. It's, it's hard. I mean, the Gemara is that a Maram is on it. The exact mucker in a Pasuk is hard to be typhus. The Goyim fan of the Gemara. There's no, there's no further, there's no more shorish to get mucker for it. But, but um, the Gemara says you, you now live in a city that there's no Kupa Stoker. The, the um, halacha of De Machsoro, according to many of the Polskim, is only on the Tzibur. The, the, um, the, the whole Metzius of Kupa Shalir is a function of an ear. And, it, and, and, and it's very clear in the, in the Mitzah, the Sugi Sheboi, that that's, that that's the halacha. It's something which is in the, in the, in the um, it's, it's, the whole parak over here is dealing with chiyuvei b'nei ha'ir, klapi ha'ir. When are you a ha'ir? L'mashal. On the mitzvah's essay, let's say a person refuses to put on film. So which bezin is going to be kai for him? Well, wherever he is, if he happens to be in Texas and there's a bezin in Texas and they see he's not putting on film, I mean, they, they, they could be, I mean, not this, but they, they, they would be kai for. It has nothing to do with where, where he belongs to the city or not, it's whether he's doing the essay or not. But, but here the pshat is, um, it's migidre chiyuve b'nei ha'ir, and therefore it's totally at what point to become a member of the ear. And the srara is because the chiyuve stuck on the ear, how to divide up those chiyuve, how to make that allocation 
of the city has to come up with $100,000 for Pidyan Shavuyim. How do we split it up? That's already sure. That's authority. The fear we're talking about here is before we hit a person with a stick. But the ability to impose... I want to, I want to draw an analogy. It says, that, it says, to build a Beishar and this and that. We're not talking about they're running around with sticks clubbing each other. It's normally people sit down. If you have shutfin, the halacha is you take a vote. So if there's a decision, five shutfin own, own, own a car, what color do you paint the car? The halacha is you would sit down and the roiv would, would determine. So, so normally a roiv would determine do we want to be shah or not? Anyone, um, Ben Achotza, has the right to impose his will because, it's a, because it is a, a, a genuine need. It's something which he's entitled to. So the word kfir used in this sense is before. And that's why I like to understand the akfir of Rava, or, or, that, that Rava was akfir of Nasba Ami. It means the imposition of the assessment that this is what you're going to owe, this is what you're going to have to give. The, the, um, so for those in Yonim, we have, that's the surara, and that's the second chelak of it, and that's, and, and, and that's what the Rambam is, 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 is dealing with in Perek Tess. This is possible to impose even on somebody who's not a ben mitzvah. It's, it's because it has nothing to do with his das. It's, it is an imposition from Lamalo, and therefore it's there also. I wanted to finish off with one more place like that. There's Hilchas Ishus over here. It says a person is chayev. Take a look in Hilchas Ishus Perikud Beis. Halochetes Vav. I want to use the same idea in a little bit of a different context. The atalacha is at what age is a person supposed to, for how long is a person supposed to support his children? Um, and the Gemara, Me'ikar Adin, it's until the Bnei Shesh. If the person doesn't want to, um, and if the person says he'd like them to be a charity ward, so we yell at them, we scream at them, um, you know, we make his life miserable till he gives. Tesvav. Bamed Varim Amurim, Be'ishene Omoit. A person who doesn't can't afford it possibly. Unless a person does have enough money, so the Ramam says that if somebody has children um, and, and we know that he can afford to give tzedakah, we force him to do this and that also. I want to think a second. What are we talking about here? We're talking about somebody who's not giving stock at all. So I don't need this halacha. Go back to the stocker. Bezna should have been in his house way before he had his kids. Bezna should have said, you're making this amount of money. You should give stocker. The Terence says, he's probably being Yotzeh or someplace else. He's giving his money someplace else. So Bezna can force him to give it for this and not for this. In other words, there's a fear and an imposition of where to give money to. It's not only, in other for the Etzim, the Etzim Kimit says if he, give, if he sends off the money to Yishalayim, to very worthy Tzedakah, he's, he's Mekayim, his mitzvah Tzedakah. But he, but Bezna has the right to force him what to do with it, where to give it. He can't take his children and throw them on the Tzibur, and he's not Mepharnas them. So Mitzvah, the same gather. In, in, in other words, the kfir on the mitzvah is only the person personally not mekayim mitzvah essay. But if the person personally is mekayim mitzvah essay, we wouldn't have this gather of kfir. This is it's the same type of gather where we're imposing on him where to give lemarshal, and rather than, than the etzim chiyav itself. Just want to show so there's another realm of kfir that deals with the pratim rather than just the etzim kfir. Um,
I did. I felt this topic was very appropriate because Reveus Harivach was an extraordinary, extraordinary sense of tzibur, of kohol, of community. It was something where he felt very strongly, and one of the strong things he built was a sense of a tzibur. A tzibur means not only that you have to have a minyan with a daven, but there's a certain achrayas for people in the community, a certain sense of, he, I mean, the, the, he was a very discreet person, so we don't know, but he was engaged in an extraordinary amount of worrying of stockers for people in a very private way because of that sense of achrayas, that there's a chiv of stock on a personal level, when a person has means and there's needs, but there's a chiv on a tzibur, on a kol, and, and this was one of his very, very exemplary inyanim amidas. Please sit down. As the boys are coming in, just to give, give, give us a moment now to um, introduce Rabbi Rosenbaum. Uh, just want to tell you a introduce with a story I had with Shiver Gifter shared with me many years ago. He was in Eretz Yisrael. Telstone moved to Eretz. They opened the Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. Telstone, nineteen seventy-seven. While he was there, after he was there a year or two, the members of the, uh, the Israeli community approached him that he should introduce a younger shear, a shear aleph, into the yeshiva. And he agreed to, and they hired a rebbe to do that. And but at that point in time, he felt that um, to be able, these bachrim couldn't relate to the older bachrim, which all Americans which had come to Eretz Israel. He needed some Israeli bachrim, some older bachrim. So he went to Rabbi Simchon the Rosh Hashiva of Hebron, and he asked him if he could borrow for a year some bachrim from the yeshiva. So Simchazizel said to him that, why are you coming to me? I have a large Israeli yeshiva. You think I have so many bachrim to give you. You don't want bachrim. You want talmidim. You think I have a yeshiva with hundreds and hundreds of bachrim. You want 15 bachrim. I'm not sure I have 15 talmidim. But the ones that I have, I will give you. The person to be able to be to be a Rosh Hashiva, to be a Rebbe, to have many, many people who heard from him, that's possible. Be to have Talmidim, that a person who's a Talmud, he defines himself by, what the Rebbe, by the Rebbe, that's not an easy source to get. That he had Talmidim. There's, uh, Rabbi Rosenbaum was one of, one of Rabbi Enrich's Talmidim, or it's our source that Rabbi, that Rabbi Rosenbaum is going to address us now with the Rebbe Zikorah. I just uh, personally, I, I just must remark on uh, as an outsider coming in uh, the the beauty of this picture of the base medrash full. How many? How many? I guess uh, members of the Anhala Rabbeim saw over the years with Rabbeim was the of the walk into the base medrash, a full base medrash, the the glow on his face when he would come in and just see and just look around and gaze a little bit. So I, I, uh, it's hard, Baruch Hashem. You have someone such a broad, such a broad, accomplished individual. What's what's matim to do for your site? It's it's hard to think of a more matim thing, particularly to open it to members of the broader tzibur, which, as has already been mentioned, was, was so essential to him. I, I had the schus to 
to know Ravina Mara, I feel pretty well. And I even had this chus to understand a little bit how people related to Ravina Mara. And during the Shiva, the period after the Shiva, I heard many things said about him, many, many stories that I hadn't known. But very honestly, there were very few comments made of a, of a like, this is how I saw Ravenimer. That, that surprised me, that shocked me. I, I, I think it was uh, pretty clear. There was one thing that actually one of the, one of the Klay Kodesh here from the yeshiva said to me, and I thought it was, it was uh, profound. He heard someone referring to Ravenimer as a Baal Halacha. And he said to me, he thinks that's dead wrong. I said, what do you, what do you mean? You don't think he was a Chashva Posek? He said, you're wrong. If you call Ravenimer a Baal Halacha, if you call Ravenimer a Rosh Hashiva, if you call Ravenimer a Rav, you didn't get him. Ravenimer was a Baal Achrayas. That's what he was. He came to town and Whatever needed to be done, he made it his business to do it. If, if, if that meant that he had to become a chashava individual in Psaq, of course he came to, to Washington as a chashava tamu chacham, but if that meant that he had to build himself in Psaq, so he had to build himself in Psaq. If that meant that he had to start a yeshiva, he had to start a yeshiva. If that meant he had to be a rebbe in that yeshiva, he had to be a rebbe. If that meant he had to be holding in hochas erevin, erevin. He had to become a masader gittin, masader gittin, whatever. But it wasn't that he was X, he was Y, he was a Balach Rais. Just to give a, a, a brief anecdote, to, to, to point it out a little bit. So I remember when I was, <coughs> I think I was learning for Smicha, and I, this Ravainimer, something came up regarding Hilchus Trefus. And uh, for, for people who don't know, basic simonim in terms of, uh, let's say, a chicken or something of that sort, what would be the Raya that it would have a certain type of break or something of that sort that would render it non-kosher. Ravainimer confided to me that he, he stayed up nights, 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 chazering Hilchus Trefus again and again and again when he first came to Washington. So, he, of course, he learned Hilchus Trefus in Yeshiva, so he was learning from a Shulchan Aruch. And then he gets to town, and there's this butcher who comes, you know, wasn't like, you know, not the chickens from Empire, you know, so, so there, was, there was this butcher who had all these shilas, and we bring them all to Ravainimer. So, Ravainimer learned this Sigil, and that Sigil, and that Sigil, and that Sigil, but how in the world does it apply to this thing? So, we had to sit up hours on end. That was the Achrayas of the moment. You have many, many chashava marbitzei Torah, tremendous marbitzei Torah, who sit and define themselves. <laughs> I see myself as this, I see myself as that. And they go and they do it. He figured out what needed to be done, and that's how, what he became. I was thinking about this. <coughs> uh, if you talk to enough old-timers and you hear stories, actually particularly for people who were Talmidim and Yeshiva in the early days, it doesn't seem to fit. You hear stories, uh, countless stories, uh, yeah, you know, we remember Rebbeinimer went out to the baseball field with us at the Chvestish. He was sitting there in his lawn chair until it was his turn to bat. You know, you hear stories like that. And it just, uh, you know, like you, you, you begin to wonder if maybe there was more than one Rebbeinimer who was a rabbi in Rosh Hashimah here over time because it doesn't seem to fit. But I, I, I maybe, maybe, maybe I'm people develop change over time, of course, but, but maybe part of the point was he understood what, what this tzibur needed at different times. And that's what he did. So at a certain tkufa, in order to connect to the young people, he needed to be one thing. And then Baruch Hashem, as the tzibur continued to thrive, he could become more, he always was a chash of rav, but he could become even more of that, so that's what we as a tzibur needed. And, and I think specifically this idea, not only of his personal sets of achrayas as the tzibur, but his tremendous koach 
in inspiring people in this tzibur to take achrayas and to do, I think actually of the many things that we now miss with his absence, I think it's one of the greater things. As I'd like to just share a few, a few stories, impressions about his relationship with people of the tzibur inspiring to do. Some of them I mentioned before also. <coughs> I was struck when, thank you very much, thank you. I was struck when I, well, soon after his patira, how many people came to me, people who, did, who I did not think were particularly close to him, came to me with a sense of mission. You know, the last conversation I had with Ravainimer was a few weeks ago, and I asked him about something, and he said, that's a great idea, do it. And they, they turned to me and they said, so he really wanted me to do it. So I had to do it. And it was an amazing thing. People all the time. I mean, I, I'm not, uh, not close to what he was. But uh, when you have a large community, people all the time come, we need to do this, we need to do that. It's okay. You explain. You say, well, this is what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. Somehow he was able to infuse people with a sense that they could be the ones to do it. And if you had the idea... If it dawned on you that this was something missing, you are the perfect person. And they didn't take it as some blow-off. They took it as, 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 as a charge from him. And it's a beautiful thing. Some of these things happen fulfilled after his patira. It's a nice thing. He had such personal regard for those people who he saw as being Oskim B'Tzar Chetzibur. When you look back, uh, many of us, I'm sure, know a number of individuals who he was very close with. When you look back at the Balabatim and the community who he was close with, as far as I'm concerned, they generally fit one of two categories. Either they were past Talmudim, if they were past Talmudim, or someone in their family was a past Talmud, there's a very close bond. Or they were people who were Oskim Tzor Chitzibur. Those were the, just think, think of individuals who you know of who were close to Rebbe Einmer. They might have been Oskim Tzor Chitzibur in a public way, might have been in a private way. Those were the people who more than anyone else, really, he had tremendous regard for of the Balabatim. He never, at least in recent years, he didn't like to speak by Brissom. I, I, I used to sit next to him at Brissom all the time. He didn't like to speak. It, it just, whatever. Somebody comes up to him and, hey, you know, people are leaving. Uh, you'll speak for a few minutes. Ah, he, it wasn't his chayshik. I, I countless times I sit next to him and he, and he turned people down when they asked him to speak by Brissom. Occasionally he would do it, generally not. I think it was in the last year of his life, um, an individual from the shul, not someone who I saw as being particularly close to him. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it was particularly close to him. And he made a bris, <laughs> and Ravainimer absolutely agreed to speak. And it was very obvious to me why. It was one of the gaboyim in the shul. A person who's a gabay in a shul, he's a different sug, because he's taken achrayis in the tzibur. And Ravainimer spoke glowingly, and he spoke of how much akar satovi he has for all this person has done for the tzibur. It's a whole different level of achrayis, and himself being a Baal achrayis, that spoke to him. To mention something relating, relating to Tzedakah, this is a mice I was directly involved with. About five or six years ago, the Baal Batim and the Shul had a very good idea. Let's assemble a committee to encourage people to become members of the Shul. Yeah, you know, people don't necessarily think of it, but let's assemble a committee to encourage people to become members of the Shul. And one of the members of this committee had a very basic idea. Everybody gives money for Meiser. So, so just tell people, you know, hey, 
this is what show membership is. Just think of it this way, the Meiser campaign. You know, let, include the show in your Meiser donations and become a member of the show. You'll, you'll, you'll be very nice. Meiser, member of the show, Gavaldi. So they understood. I mean, you, once, you, once you mention anything involving halacha, of course, you can't just decide that yourself. You have to go to the Rav. So he was very, very averse to it. He was very averse to it. So there are two reasons. One issue has to do with how much money you allot. Uh, that's a whole not for now. How much money you can allot towards Meiser if you benefit from the expenditures, whatever it is. That's one thing. But there was another issue that he was very concerned about. There's halacha by Meiser that if someone is mechuyev, if someone is obligated to give money to a certain cause, it could be the most beautiful of causes. If someone is obligated to give money to a certain cause, they're not allowed to use Meister money for it. So he said, a person has an achrayas. If you're part of a tzibur, you have to financially connect with the needs of the tzibur. And, and one of the basic ways of financially connecting with the needs of the tzibur is to become a member of, of a shul. So how can I tell people that they can use Meister money for this? And it was so funny, not funny, it was striking, because, you know, like, here the Balabatabar, they're coming, Rabbi, we want to increase the shul's, uh, but, you know, coffers. We want to add to the shul's money. Just tell us that it's okay to use nicer money for it. It was the, quote-unquote, financially smart thing to do. And finally, after thinking about it for a very, very long time, he came back, he said, fine. You know, again, how much money you could take from ice was a separate Shiloh, that, that was a separate discussion. But he said, fine. He, he guesses in, in our day and age, it's not an absolute chiyuf to be a member of a shul. The right thing, he certainly felt it was. But it was, it was just, I was so struck by it. He wasn't the type to hem and haw, no, I'm sorry, not hem and haw, to, to agonize over a psach He wasn't the type for that. Had a shayla, uh, uh, he thought about it, he, he looked it up, bam, got right back. That was, that was his way. This, it was days, days, because it was such a meaningful thing to him. How can I tell people they're not obligated to chip in with the needs of the seaboard? How can I say such a thing? So he finally decided he could say it, but it was a major thing for him. Ravainimer had a tremendous way with words. And, uh, as many people know, and I'll, I'll, I just want to say one. It's a cute line, but there's a lot of chachma in it. I, um, I once was at a Vadarabana meeting, and he came in very agitated. It's clear he had just come from something that he was very angry about. And uh, somebody had the guts to ask him what was wrong. And he said, I just got off the phone with someone. They wanted to know why we don't have, it's not important what it was, why we don't have X in our community. And what they said to me was, why don't they do this? So I said, Ravainer speaking, I said back to the person, who's they? You know, the people in the community, the, the people who run the community. Why don't they do this? So Ravainer said, I told the fellow, the reason why they haven't done it is because you keep on talking about they and not us. Ravainer's way with words. Basic, basic point. I want to just leave you with one, uh, one, one last point. <clears throat> As of course we know, Ravainer was nifted relatively suddenly. There was no opportunities for him to plan what would happen after his batira. And um, soon after the shiva, I, I, uh, uh, his esteemed Rebbitzin, live on Mevesim Shana, should uh, called me. She needed to. She needed me to come over. 
primary reason I was coming over, there were some things that she found in his files that she thought I should have. And then she said, I want to ask you one question. There's one thing I need to ask you. Now, anyone, anyone who knew them as a couple, uh, they were as what? In other words, the achrayos that, that he held for the tzibur was absolutely <coughs> positively shared by his Aisha Schayel. So looking back at it, I'm very struck. It's almost like, you know, if there was one thing Ravainer would have asked about, you know, if, if he could have if, if he opened his mouth after, after, his, after he was sitting in the hospital, if he could open his mouth to say one thing, like what would he have asked? Make sure X. So just think to yourself one moment, what do you think it was? What, maybe, maybe she was uh, So she turns to me and says, I, I, I want to I repeat, this is days after the shiva was over. She turns to me and says, has it been arranged for someone to be the Masada getting in town? Has that been arranged? Has that been taken care of? Who thinks about such things? That wasn't her husband's even official job. It was just part of the, one of the myriad things he did. But she knew how important it was to him. She understood how important it was. As an aside, it had been taken care of immediately by the senior rabbanim in the town. But this, this was achrayis. This was a person who, who was zochet to lead a tzibur for over 50 years with a sense of achrayis. And those who had the schus to learn from his model and to hopefully internalize it in their own lives are forever enriched. Yezichor Baruch.